Penguin, him, uh, rantingbluepenguinmedia.com, rbpenguinmedia.com. And uh, as, uh, as highly anticipated for me, uh, I have uh, Colin Whitehead. Colin, is, uh, he's the face, he's the figurehead. He is uh, kind of the spokesperson right now uh, for the group of supporters that are going to be there for USL Arkansas. Uh, as Northwest Arkansas starts to get their championship team in, starts to get their, hopefully, USL Super League uh, team in for the women's side, hopefully getting that Division I uh, status here soon. Uh, so, uh, Colm, thank you. Welcome. Thank you. So, uh, so how did this all begin for you? Uh, I know, uh, like I said, you're, you're kind of a face, you're a figurehead, you're a mouthpiece right now. Uh, you don't even have an official team prior to uh, a couple of weeks ago, and yet you've been there as a supporter from the beginning. So how, how did that journey get started for you? What was that like? So it was back in October 2020, and uh, I had a couple friends who um, one was a fan of an MLS team, one's a fan of an MLS and USL team, and you know they were just kind of talking about it's cool having a local team and everything, and we were just kind of delving more into USL, and I was asking my friend who's a USL fan questions. Um, I then just went and looked up some stuff on Twitter, and all of a sudden I see a Jeff Reuter tweet saying that League One is – going to have this many teams in 2021 and then hopefully by 2023 they're going to have uh, New Hampshire, Portland, Maine, Fort Wayne and then Northwest Arkansas. And so I saw that and I stopped and I'm like you know, am I going to get a local pro soccer team? Like that's awesome. So I started trying to find anything that I could about the team. Um I ended up connecting with uh the Omaha Parliament. Um yeah. that was around December or January, January 21. Um, and I was like, you know, what should I do to get the word out about this? Because I have it on official word from The Athletic. It's, you know, in the works. And they're like, just create a, a Twitter and a Facebook and then, you know, just go from there. So I did. I uh, created a Facebook group to allow other people to post on there also. And uh, they both just started racking up followers super fast. I think I had 60 within two or three days on each. Uh, they were growing pretty equally for a little while. And then on Facebook, I got a message from the president of uh, one of the local youth clubs here. And he was like, Hey, I know the organizers and uh, they want to reach out to you. So I got on a zoom call with them. And from there, they were like, Hey, you know, we really appreciate what you're doing, starting a grassroots movement within, you know, the community. And we would love to give you op- you know, opportunities to post updates whenever we have them. So that's what I've been doing up until this point. Were, were you, were you a, a soccer supporter? Were you a fan? Were you anything prior to this or? Or uh, yeah. what was your connection to soccer? Nine years ago, I started watching soccer through the World Cup. Uh, a bunch of my friends were into it. Um, and then I got into Arsenal, so I'm an Arsenal fan too. Oh, <laughs> you, see, you see the Liverpool scarf right behind me. Yeah, I, uh, I, can, I can bear Liverpool. <laughs> Fair enough. But <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so Arsenal, you got into Arsenal there after that. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was just kind of talking about soccer with my friends from high school um, for years really and then through this um you know i've started organizing premier league watch parties in the area and i've kind of gotten a, a few quite a few friends actually just from the soccer community here and uh you know so it's just been great uh you know being at bars and everything and enjoying it so did you uh i'm assuming also uh you follow the university of arkansas soccer team the the women's soccer team there and yes so yeah uh history of success there at least the last few years uh uh, been hosting playoff matches and and uh, tournament championships and all of that type of stuff. So, uh, soccer is is then was did it surprise you how prevalent and how widespread soccer uh, support and fandom was in Northwest Arkansas? It did because we don't really have 
I mean, we had an MPSL team, um, but they played multiple venues over the course of years. And so, I mean, other than them, we really didn't have a place for all soccer fans to kind of unite. Um, and so, I mean, there's just a lot of soccer fans here. You wouldn't really know they watch the game or they play it. Um, and so it's just been great kind of seeing that there is support for this and overwhelming support for it. Yeah. Um, when you and you talked about the followers and everything else, so I, you were surprised that they jumped on that quickly with with what you were doing there too with the the actual team. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was. I think this is a community effort. Um, you know, I'm probably too humble about it because, you know, obviously I started this Facebook group and Twitter and everything, but I mean, the community was really what ended up taking this to be what it is now, where our Facebook group has 1.3k uh, members. It had 800 or 900 before the announcement last week, and the Twitter's at about 602. And so, you know, it's just pretty impressive that we're at this point. It really makes me confident this team will do well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's like Arkansas, when they are, when they get into a, a fandom, when they get into support, they're, they're extremely passionate. Uh, for mm -hmm. the longest time, the only professional sports we had was the SEC and in, in the college ranks there. Yeah. Uh, but it, it becomes like a religion throughout the, the state that we have something to be proud of. Um, and and I expect that that's what you're what you're looking forward to here in the in the future with the, oh, with yeah. the new team. Because I mean the Razorbacks growing up in um, in Fayetteville, so I was you know a Hog fan my whole life. It's been awesome just to see how the community rallies behind it, but not only that, the whole state. Um, but you know I was saying last week to some people that you know Arkansas, the Razorbacks are the state's team, and so now we're going to have an opportunity to support something that is our own. Um, you know, our own soccer club and soccer is my favorite sport. So I'm pretty excited about it. Have you, uh, have you gotten down to, to look at the little rock Rangers at all? And, uh, kind of there, I know they're not professional ranks, but, uh, mm -hmm. have you gotten down to, to kind of see what they're doing? Uh, I've not yet. I've been trying to, for the past couple of years, um, you know, I'm in contact with their, uh, the red watch, their supporters group, their president, um, Ryan Stallings pretty often. And, so we have a good relationship going there and, you know, hopefully we can get a, a Derby going if, you know, they ever become a professional team, which I would expect they will at some point. So, so when, uh, when you, you got this thing going and, and you started noticing that, that you're getting the swell and you're getting the, the ground support and everything else, uh, so much so the team has reached out to you at this point, you said, and, and they, they were like, Hey, we love what you're doing. Keep, keep doing this. Mm -hmm. Uh, that was back in the times where you were expecting league one, uh, yeah. when, when did you know that championship was on the table and, and how did you guys react to that? So it's been really exciting because it's kind of been delayed. Like I first figured out, um, well, I was going to say last year, but honestly, even two years ago, um, I had heard rumors that from our club leadership that we might be a championship team and we were growing so fast. Um, if you include kind of surrounding areas, like up to maybe Joplin, Missouri, down to Fort Smith, Western Oklahoma, it's really maybe 700, 850,000 people who live in this area. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, you know, I heard about it, but kind of, it was just league one for a while. And then really when Warren Smith joined in last year, um, I mean, he was an immense help with, with Chris, Chris Martinovich, who's our other founder. Uh, and they both worked really well to, to get land nailed down and Rogers and everything. And. You know, after Warren came in and I mean, he has experience doing this before he knows markets and, you know, he, he's not going to enter a market that he doesn't think can be successful. Um, after that was really when it started becoming a thought of, OK, this is going to be a championship team. And, you know, having everyone figure that out, not only last week, but just before then, too, is awesome. Everyone's super excited for it. Yeah. 
And, and I know, uh, like, uh, you know, there's some, some questions and everything else because you have, you have some of these markets, uh, that, you know, like you think Madison, Wisconsin, you think Omaha, some of those, uh, type things that are, are bigger than, uh, but then all of a sudden you say, oh yeah, Warren Smith, he stepped in. Did you, did you know his history with, uh, with the championship and everything else when he, when he stepped in? I did. Um, I believe Chris and Warren, uh, they, they met here in Northwest Arkansas two years ago. Warren's family uh, has been living here for over 30 years. And so, you know, I heard about him back then and I looked him up and I was, you know, really hopeful that maybe he would some, this is back when he was San Diego's president still. But I was saying, you know, maybe sometime down the line, he can help us out in some way because I mean, Sacramento Republic and San Diego loyal, in my opinion, two of the most well-run and supported teams in all of USL. So, um, you know, really him coming in was what galvanized it. Uh, but USL, the league actually really believes in this market too. So it's really exciting again. Yeah, I, I tell everyone that uh, if you haven't been in Northwest Arkansas, if you haven't gone through, uh, even if not for the soccer, uh, just the, the natural beauty of the state is, is attractive. Mm -hmm. uh, it is uh, kind of one of the better kept secrets uh, as far as uh, places for, for young talent to go and, and you can have a family and you can have a job and you can have mm -hmm. just a nice place to live. And it's, uh, it's one of those uh, that uh, were it not for uh, other circumstances, my wife and I, absolutely, we would, uh, we would probably be back in Northwest Arkansas now. Um, mm -hmm. So highly recommend anyone that, that sleeps on Northwest Arkansas, wake up and, and it's good. Uh, so it, it's good to know that, uh, you know, when, when you see somebody that's got the success, you've got Warren there, uh, he's got the connections. He's got the the like. He his heart is part Northwest Arkansas at that point, right? So uh, that uh, the confidence that they're going to run things right. I'm guessing that that did wonders for you and the support group. Yeah, I mean, whenever I was able to tell everyone that Warren was part of this, um, and you know, just I kind of leaked it out indirectly, uh, like a few a few months ago. I took a selfie with him, and yeah. I was like, you know, oh, just ran into Warren Smith here in Rogers, and. You know, so people were already kind of digging through stuff just locally here and like, wow, this guy's, you know, built some good teams. And, you know, he was also part of Portland Timbers. Uh, they're, you know, moved from U.S. Well, he, he helped actually uh, keep them afloat because they were actually going to just do away with the Portland Timbers about 20 years ago. And then they ended up going into, you know, MLS and becoming what they are. So, yeah, it's, you know, it's been awesome just knowing that he's part of this and he really does care. So, yeah. And, uh, whatever you think of uh, Portland, the Timbers, the the Thorns, the leadership, like the the controversies that have been there, whatever you think, mm -hmm. uh, their their team itself, this the, there is a tradition uh, and there is an established identity at least. So you know the first thing you think of Portland Timbers, you think of the lumberjacks on the logs after every mm -hmm. goal and the the environment, and everything else, uh, mm -hmm. and and that I expect that uh, that that's going to be part of what Northwest Arkansas wants to do is is like just really it's that roots and that tradition type thing that, that you're oh, looking yeah. at. I think, um, I mean, just over the past week, since this has become public, it's been apparent that this is a real soccer region. People love this game. Um, there's so many people from so many different just parts of the world that have moved here for the U of A and Walmart, Tyson, uh, even, you know, stuff outside of that. And, you know, it's just, it's going to be an incredible opportunity to just kind of become, in my opinion, um, you know, hopefully one of the standout teams in American soccer, just from a, a supporter standpoint, because of the passion for the game that we have here. So, um, what, uh, let's see the, the, um, 
I guess the next place to, to go with that is right. Uh, you've you've got uh, fastest growing regions in the in the country, right? It's uh, one of the top 100 metros uh, mm-hmm. out there, uh, and I believe you posted that uh, or re- retweeted that Twitter recently. Yeah. Uh, Fayetteville, uh, top 10 pl- best places to live eight consecutive years, according to U.S. News and World Report. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it is it is a place people want to go, um, and the economic impact of this. What what are you expecting that uh, that this is going to do as far as uh, the that entertainment district there in Rogers, kind of in the Pinnacle Hills, uh, and and beyond? How 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 much of an impact do you see that's happening for that? It's going to have a huge impact. Uh, Pinnacle Hills is somewhere where everyone in Northwest Arkansas has, you know, at least been, you would say like once in the past year. I mean, everyone's going there for dining, shopping, top golf, the amp, uh, which is our music or amphitheater here. So, you know, it's just, it's the happening place in the area or one of them at least. Um, And so the the club said that it's, well, actually I think it was the NWA council said that there will be 50 to $200 million of economic impact from this team. And, that's kind of similar to what you see in these other uh, cities like Louisville and Colorado Springs, um, you know, that are getting new soccer specific stadiums. So it's going to have a huge impact, um, you know, just from an economic standpoint, but also just from a community standpoint too. So the, uh, the, the sponsorships, the, uh, the things like that, do you, uh, do you see people already lining up to, to get into the partnerships and, and all of that? And, uh, I, you know, obviously you probably can't name some, some of the back, back, uh, backside deals that are going on, but, mm-hmm. but you're seeing the, the interest from, uh, from the business community and saying, Hey, we want to be a part of this as well. Seems like it. Um, I mean, just on social media, there's a lot of, um, you know, support just from like the city of Rogers, all the other cities in NWA. And then, uh, you know, I think that we're going to have a, a good amount of potential sponsors to choose from because you have big companies here. You have 1400 vendors for Walmart that all have a presence here. So I've not heard anything yet from the club about specifics. So I actually don't know about it, but um, I have heard that, you know, people are just real excited here about this just from a business standpoint too. That's, and, and again, anything that helps uh, Northwest Arkansas, anything that helps that area uh, is just going to, going to grow and, and flourish and anything that's a draw then, uh, you know, Hey, Come, uh, come for the natural beauty, stay for a soccer game, go out, have a couple of beers, and enjoy uh, everything that has to offer. Then, uh, and uh, like the uh, the infrastructure, are you are you worried at all about the infrastructure being able to support? So there are some concerns about traffic, um, just because you know, I mean, it's going to be five thousand seats, so it's not going to be like a mega stadium by any means. But I mean, there will be some issues with traffic. But there's, well, I don't actually. <laughs> There's, there are some people who think there will be. I don't think there will be because, first off, they're going to have plenty of on, on-site parking, uh, potential for over 800 uh, spots, I believe, just in that general vicinity by the hotel and just to the west of the stadium. You'll have, I think, 7,000 in the promenade, uh, the mall that we have just south of the stadium. And then they're going to be doing a lot of stuff for, for bikers. I mean, we have the Razorback Greenway, which runs yeah. from Fayetteville to Bella Vista. Um, it's an incredible, you know, paved trail. And it runs right near the stadium, so you're going to have a lot of people biking there, potentially people walking. Uh, there's a lot of apartments in that area, too, in the Pinnacle area. There's apartments literally just north of the stadium. So I think overall traffic actually won't be a big issue, uh, but people just think it might be just because, um, you know, you don't really have anything in that area yet on the east side of I-49 that is like the stadium will be. Right, and that uh, that I-49 corridor, that is uh... – 
that is relatively new in the in the scheme of interstates. So it, it's just gotten built up from being a standard uh, regular highway, uh, as I as I understand. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, I think it's been an interstate for about 20 years, but you know that's yeah. still pretty recent. Yeah. Um, you know, it, I think it actually became an interstate after I was born. So it's a pretty young uh, highway for sure. Yeah, I, I remember uh, Highway 71, and that's that's what you took, and that's what ended up becoming 49. Uh, exactly. So there's already there's already been construction, there's already been infrastructure and stuff over the last couple of decades going in. Obviously not for a, a soccer program, but uh, being able to take advantage of that, I, I would imagine, is is probably a, a good thing. Oh yeah, and I've I've uh, I'm not heard specifics, but I've heard Rogers does have plans to make the whole Pinnacle area more walkable, which can only help with the stadium too. So I mean, there's infrastructure there for it to happen. It's just going to be a process that takes time. So, uh, you know, switch, switching tracks from there, um, you know, we, we talked about uh, Warren's got connections there and, and that heart of the city. Uh, how, uh, how do you find Chris? What's your, uh, what's your take on, uh, on Chris Martinovich there and, uh, and his, just him being there uh, since 2007, as it was? Yeah, so, I mean, Chris is a great guy. Um, I mean, he's literally never been nothing but nice. I've over the past two and a half years bombarded him with questions, you know, like, cause there's, you know, it's been a long process. Um, and so he's let me in on some stuff. And so I've, I've probably annoyed him at points, but you know, he's, he's done well and he's always been, you know, giving me the most accurate answers possible. And, you know, now it's just great because this has been his dream for four years. I mean, he got started on this in 2019. I kind of joined in in 2021. So, um, you know, this went from a literal thought in his mind and it's now, you know, it's not a team yet, but it looks like it could be. Um, and so, you know, Chris is great. And I'm, I'm happy to have him here. And he is, uh, you know, definitely a good representation for NWA. Yeah. And you uh, uh, if you watch the press conference that comes out in, in both he and Warren, that uh, they're excited, they're passionate, they're, they're ready to do this. And and they're they're willing to just talk to people like they're people. There, there was no there's no double speak there. There's no, you know, anything else that they came across as genuine and and. Uh, I feel like you, you guys are catching that relationship as well. Yeah. I mean, they've been super genuine and super nice with me and then with other fans too. Um, and it's, it's been great because I've noticed, you know, USL teams will really tap into the community and, you know, ask people, what do you want our name to be and, and the colors and stuff. But, you know, Warren and Chris are not only doing that, but they're showing they care. Um, you know, they've shown up to multiple just watch parties in the past. Uh, they're doing listening sessions in all the cities. Well, not all the cities here, but some of the big cities here. Um, and, you know, they're really just transmitting the fact that they do care because they do. These, you know, these guys are not just billionaires who are just going to put a team here and just leave it. They're here for the long haul. So. Um, how, uh, how has that been going as far as the, uh, the sensing sessions and the, uh, you know, what would you like the name to be and, and what would you like the, what, what kind of ideas are you hearing uh, thrown out out there? A lot of good ones, some bad ones. Um, so they've had a few listening sessions so far. I was part of one of them. Um, and so those are just with kind of like important people in the soccer community here uh, and stuff like that. So they've been doing, you know, a good job with those. And I mean, the people are, you know, real interested and the discussions go well. And then online, you're seeing a lot of ideas. Uh, some people want the team to be named Arkansas. Some people want NWA. Some people want Ozark. Um, Ozark FC was the name of the NPSL team that was here. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there's some really good suggestions. The Facebook group that, you know, I, uh, I run has 
gotten some good crest uh, concepts, people who are really good at graphic design. And yeah. so it's, it's been awesome to see for me because I've been dreaming of even this moment, being able to see speculation about what the name and colors are going to be for, for years. So do, do you have a, do you have a preference if, uh, if you were king for a day and you could set it, do you have a preference on uh, colors, crest, name, any of that stuff? It's tough. Um, I think I would like green to be incorporated in somehow mm -hmm. because, yeah. you know, there's so much greenery here. There's so much, outdoor stuff to do i mean and you know you touched on that earlier so you know i think um especially to kind of distance our identity from the hogs because you know again i'm a huge hog fan but this needs to be in my opinion yep. separate from the razorbacks so you know green would be a great color i don't know about the secondary color but a lot of people want blue or gold um mm -hmm. maybe white and then with the name um it's it's tough because there's not really i mean in northwest arkansas is kind of a mouthful Ozarks, you know, could also mean Missouri. So there's no perfect name, but I do kind of like Ozarks United. A few people have said that. And, you know, United's cliche in soccer, but it would make sense because this is a whole region we're talking about, not just a city. Yep. So I think that would, uh, as of now, be my favorite. But in two days, I might have a different answer. Yeah, uh, I, I remember uh, seeing conversations uh, previously. Uh, some people are looking at autumnal colors. Uh, because that's really one of the most beautiful times of the year. Uh, unfortunately, you'll be playing in the in the summer, but your your women's league will be in uh, in kind of the European schedule. I think the fall, winter, uh, any of those types of, of colors. Uh, but absolutely, I, I agree with you that that separating from the Razorbacks. Now, I, I would imagine you want a good uh, relationship with the university oh, yeah. because of the women's program and and uh, it's not an official academy, but almost like an academy right there in there. Exactly. Uh, yeah. What, what do you envision that looking like? I think, um, I mean, I, I've talked with Colby Hale, the Razorback soccer coach. He was at the announcement last week, and um, he's really excited. And I've known about his um, excitement about this for probably about a year. Um, so because, you know, he can really tell his, his players, you know, if you're good enough, you can play Division One soccer, you know, the best level of soccer in the United States, and it's just right up the road. Yes. So, and you know, for hometown uh, players too, I mean, there's been some girls from Fayetteville and I think Bentonville or Rogers over the years who played for the Razorbacks and, you know, for them to go up there would be great too. Uh, from a supporter perspective, we're looking at um, hopefully getting a supporter section going at Razorback games this year, um, you know, getting some drums going, some chants. And so, you know, we're looking to just support all soccer in this area. So it doesn't matter if it's just USL Arkansas, um, you know, the Razorback soccer team would be a great team to support too for us also. Yeah. Don't, don't forget the smoke. You, you, you got to bring the smoke and the, and the, and the fire if you're, if you're allowed to. Uh, yeah. If you're allowed to. Exactly. Yeah. Burn, burn bands and the like, and, and all that. You don't want that natural beauty to just go up and smoke there, but uh, exactly. smoke does wonders. Even from the owner's box, smoke, smoke does wonders. So. Oh yeah. We'd love to have it. Yeah. So um, is there, is there any downside that you're, you're seeing? Is there any concerns that, that are, uh, aside from the, the traffic, the infrastructure, anything else, or any of the supporters that you've talked to worried about anything? Um, I've seen a little bit of negative sentiment about it, but it's not been from fans here. Um, you know, you'll just see like grouches on Facebook and they're like, you know, I hate soccer. This isn't going to work. Yeah. Um, I listened to a podcast last week from a guy who used to work for local news here and, um, you know, he's a big sports fan and I thought he'd be, you know, receptive to it, but he was like, I don't know if this is even going to be able to get 5,000 people a game because that's what our capacity is looking to be. And mm -hmm. I was 
kind of shocked. But, you know, everyone here has been pretty nice about it. Um, I would say the most negativity I've seen is from some people in Little Rock, mm -hmm. um, which is not representative of how they feel about this at all. I mean, they're excited to have another soccer team in the area. And then, I mean, I would love, love for them to eventually, you know, move to the championship or maybe we get relegated if pro rel uh, goes through. And right. I wouldn't like for that to happen, but it's a possibility. And, you know, so they're excited, but there's been some people saying, well, you know, Rangers should have been the first so uh, pro soccer team in Arkansas. And why do we need another one? And it's like, why can't we just share? You know, I mean, this this team is it's USL Arkansas is a placeholder name. It will not. Well, more than likely won't be just called Arkansas FC or something. I think this right. is NWA's team and club leadership are going to look to reflect that the community wants it. So I think people in Little Rock can just, you know, not chill out. That sounds kind of mean, but, you know, just be excited because this could eventually be a rival and we can help grow the game here. Both. Yeah. So similar to that, you know, when I, when I was growing up in Arkansas there, uh, it was the Arkansas Travelers. They were the double-A team for the St. Louis Cardinals at the time. Uh, mm -hmm. I got very fond memories of going to there. Uh, and then, you know, within the last, uh, again, uh, what was it, in 10, 15 years maybe, that uh, the Springdale got the, the Naturals, the Northwest Arkansas Naturals, double-A uh, mm -hmm. affiliate for the, for the Royals here, which, uh, you know, Omaha's got the triple-A affiliate with Storm Chasers. So, yeah. um, but how... Are, are you able to take any lessons learned from the fact that you had a double-A ball team in Little Rock, you've got a double-A ball team in Springdale? Have you been able to, to look at that as a, no, see, this can work? Yeah, I think so. Um, you know, because North is Arkansas and Little Rock are both, I think, about three hours away. I mean, they mm -hmm. both have – we're about to hit 600,000 people, probably already have, and I think they have about 850,000, if not more. Um so, you know, I, I think there's room for professional sports in both areas. I would love, you know, for someday, I mean, maybe we get like an NBA G League team because I'm a big basketball fan. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, Little Rock could do the same. So, I mean, you know, pro sports in both areas is just beneficial for the state. I don't see any reason to kind of haggle and fight over it. So, personally. Yeah, I, I think if Bobby Portis has his way, he might he might lean on, uh, on that NBA G League team as well for you because – uh, for forever, it was it, it's been basketball, and a lot of that is due to uh, you know Memphis being right there uh, with the yeah. NBA team, with uh, the success that in the '90s that the the Razorback basketball team had. Like uh, I, right, basketball was was just everywhere uh, yeah. in that point in Arkansas. So uh, yeah, I I think that uh, I think you're right though that as things grow, uh, you definitely have room. It's just uh, being able to take those lessons learned and hey, Little Rock, see we can do this uh do they have any are, are you hearing any concerns about uh public money and, and stuff like that from from people that don't know yeah there are a few people i've seen asking if this will be privately uh funded or publicly funded but um it's it's in the news that it will be privately funded and they anticipate that um and that's great you know because people don't uh a lot you know people just don't want to use their taxpayer dollars for stadiums and it's completely understandable so you know if my team can our team, sorry, can bypass that, then, you know, it'd be great. Now, uh, all, all great points and, and a lot of stuff, like I said, uh, that, that we're dealing with up here in Omaha is the public funding versus private funding thing. Uh, but the fact that you guys have it figured it out, uh, I think that's, uh, uh, that's going to be a boon in your, in your favor there. So, um, good to hear it. The, uh, the, the championship, um, have you watched and do you think you're how, how well do you think you guys are going to do uh let's say your your first year uh what what do you expect the level of competition to be like and and uh, do you think the supporters are ready 
for this is the second tier league in the in the the, the states it's uh yeah that's a really exciting question i think for the first year i mean if we could just somehow make the playoffs that'd be great i mean i look at monterey bay i believe they started last year and um but you know this year they're doing really well um i forget if they made the playoffs or not last year but you know if if we could just try to do it the first year and then from there i mean kind of do what they're doing and be maybe a top four or five team that would be great but you know as long as we're not losing a bunch um i think people will totally be on board with it i think you know, I think just as long as this team is winning consistently, I think people will be excited for it um, and accept it. But just at the start, uh, you know, I don't I don't know if people are ready for it being the second division because, you know, this is going to be a huge deal and there's going to be a lot of excitement for it. And that first game is going to be, you know, just an incredible atmosphere, I think. So. And, and you're going to be riding uh, the World Cup, uh, as I understand it, the. Uh... Uh, the 2026 season prior to the World Cup, the men will start, and then later that fall after the World Cup, the women will start. Uh, but aside from riding that wave, are you worried at all that uh, if the men's side is not doing well during the summer, that it'll affect the uh, people coming out to see the women? Um, I think, you know, they're obviously both going to be part of the club, but they're two separate teams. So, you know, if the men's team isn't doing well, I think really just the easy answer to people saying, well, you know, should I go to the women's game is, okay, well, it's another team, you know, I mean, it's going to be in the first division of, you know, women's soccer in the U.S. Um, it's going to have a different coach, you know, potentially different front office staff. I don't, you know, no, I, I would imagine I'll have staff for the women's and men's team. So, you know, I, I think it'll be kind of an easy sell um, just with the fact that it's a different team and it's a level up too. Do you uh, do you um, do you subscribe to the idea that uh, you know for for people who maybe not from Northwest Arkansas though uh, if you support the men's team you need to support the women's team or or what do you, what do you think about that just philosophically not uh, like do you like would you support Arsenal women as well? Yeah, I, I keep up with Arsenal women pretty regularly. Um, I've tried you know I've watched a few of their games uh, last year, so I, I think. Saying that you have to support both is kind of gatekeeping, and I don't want people to do that. So, you know, as long as people aren't, you know, if you're a man, you're dogging on the women's team and saying, I don't care about women's soccer, blah, blah, blah. As long as people aren't doing that, or if they're a woman saying the same thing about men's, um, you know, I think people will be pretty accepting with it because obviously people have lives. And, um, you know, so there are, there will be some people, though, including me, who will you know, support both. Um, and I would like to think the majority of fans of both teams will also support the other team. So, yeah, and and that one of the one of the watchwords on the uh, the work that I do and everything else is always support local. Uh, I don't mm -hmm. care it, who it is if you've got a local team, you, you go support them because they're pouring into the community. They're part of the community, uh, and especially at the lower level, I think. So I, I think you're dead on there uh, with those types of things. The um, you mentioned Pro Rel. So where, where do you stand on ProRel? I think um, just personally, I think it might be a little too early because League One just needs to get filled out a lot more. Um, and I think it can. Um, I, I mean, I think USL is in talks with 40 markets right now. Yeah. Um, and so that's kind of, you know, been the, the word in public. And, you know, so I would imagine that, you know, at least half of those are probably going to be League One markets and so you know i think once it gets filled out yeah if it does pass and it does get you know installed i'll be super excited because this is something that will set usl apart from all the other leagues in american soccer um and you know even though we're starting at the top and the only way we could really go is down to be affected by pro rel 
I'm still fine with it. If if USL thinks it's a good thing and you know they pass it, then I'm going to get ready for it. Do, do your fellow supporters share that, or, or do they even have a, an eye on it? They're just excited to have a team. I think people are just pretty excited to have a team right now. Yeah. Um, just kind of in the circles that I'm talking with, people know about it, and they're like, you know, that would be great. Um, but it's not, you know, I don't think people are like just obsessed with the idea that if it doesn't happen, they're not going to support the team. <clears throat> so um, just a couple other random questions then. Uh, do you have, uh, I, I know you guys have the, the supporters group is not official yet. You're, you're going to have elections. You're going to be starting about talking about a charter and things like that. Do you, uh, do you have a, uh, a team or another culture or anything else like that uh, that you would want to model um, as, as far as, hey, these guys are doing it right? What, what, who would you call out as, as saying, yeah, th- these are kind of the guys we want to take a, a page from their book? Um, well, there's a lot actually, because I mean, I've talked with, um, you know, leaders of Omaha parliament, of Rudy river riot in Greenville, uh, the flock in, in Madison. Uh, I'm trying to think, I mean, red watch, obviously in Little Rock 83 United. So I've, I've talked to a lot of people and, and made good relationships with them. So, uh, and there's other people who are looking to start the supporters group who also know people from those, those cities. So those would be uh, some supporters groups, you know, supporters groups that I like to model ourselves after. Cause you know, I think that they all do pretty well, um, you know, have good membership and such. And I mean, even just outside of that um, I think Los Verdes and Austin Anthem uh, and Austin for Austin FC, we mm-hmm. have a lot of people that are moving here from Austin and, yeah. you know, they have nothing but good words to say about those groups. So I'd like to kind of, you know, meet up with them soon, hopefully maybe online and, and pick their brain about what it would take. So, but I like what they're doing in Austin too. So all those groups really. Is the plan to be an independent supporters group or is there plans for an actual uh, club sponsored affiliated supporters group? We're going to look to be independent. Um, and the club has stressed that to, you know, it's beneficial. You don't really want it to be affiliated with the team. And we all agree with that. Uh, but we're also obviously going to have a healthy relationship with the club and they're going to call us out if we do anything wrong. And they're, open to criticism from us too. So, you know, I think it'll be a good relationship that's not too close, but not too far either. Which way day are you most looking forward to? See, this is uh, <laughs> exciting talk, you know, just to be yep. able to think about this. I think some of the the, the California teams, um, mm-hmm. Monterey and San Diego, um, Sacramento too, those will be fun. Uh, I went to Colorado Springs four years ago and mm-hmm. I loved it in Denver too. Um, I went to go see an Arsenal game and that was before Widener or Widener field uh, had even been constructed. I'm so used to with the W, you know, Wenger. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Arsenal fan. So those, and uh, you know, I'm excited to get up to Louisville too. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, Louisville city has just an amazing supporters group with the Coopers and uh, you know, the, the culture there is just great, so I want to get up there also. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what uh, um, what Nola has to offer too. I imagine that's oh, yeah. going to be on a lot of people's let's go list. Exactly, uh, that's going to be a killer away day. Is is there an open cup? So uh, not necessarily championship, but is there an open cup away day that you'd be looking forward to? Uh, either MLS or or League One, League Two, whichever ones make it. Man, um, you know. I love to have Inter Miami come play here first off. That's, that's <laughs> you know. well, welcome to Rogers, Messi. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so wanted to put that out there. But in terms of away days, I love to play. You know, in Omaha. Um, you know, because I've you know known fans from there for a while, and you know the guys from the Parliament have been super nice. So that would be great. Um, 
just with MLS, I mean, any of the teams near us, Sporting Kansas City, FC Dallas, Austin, um, and then, you know, League Two, I'd have to shout out Little Rock Rangers again. If we can go there, if they can come up here, um, that would just be awesome. So it's got to be at least a preseason friendly or something there. Oh, yeah. yeah. They got to get it arranged, in my opinion. Beautiful. What about on the women's side? What away days are, are you looking forward to on their side? I can't wait for Dallas. I was, you know, surprised to see that yeah. Dallas, I mean, that's a huge market. You know, it's a statement for sure. Yeah. Uh, so Dallas is there just because they're close five hours away. Uh, Lexington, too. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I know uh, Tyler Crane up there from Lexington. I mean, we've, you know, yep. talked ever since Lexington was going to get a team. And so, you know, I'd like to get up there and, and you know, talk about some basketball with some Kentucky fans there. Yeah. Um, and then I believe Spokane is getting a market. They're getting a team in Super League, too. So uh, Spokane's always kind of been a city that I've been like, man, I'd love, I'd love to go up to anywhere in, in Washington, Seattle, Spokane. I mean, it's just all pretty. So, yeah, it, it is absolutely gorgeous in Spokane. I can, I can tell you that with uh, with with no reservations that, uh, you know, it is very easy to, to, you know, with exception of maybe a little bit of the cooler temperature and the weather, it's very easy to imagine that you're, you're back home. Uh, when you're in the oh, mountains yeah. up there and, and doing all of that. So, uh, yeah, Spokane's a good shout. Well, well done. Yeah. Um, and so uh, I guess, I guess really uh, what, what would you like to say? Just, uh, is there anything, uh, I got a couple of, a uh, couple of Twitter questions and stuff to get to you, but is there, is there any other like kind of just how excited you guys are and, and how much the supporters have driven this? Uh, because you uh, I noted uh, your change.org edition got uh almost 1200 signatures in about three months. Uh, you were yeah. at the thousand mark right at three months, uh, 1200 signatures for, for this. How much have you guys been driving this? A lot. Um, and you know, again, it's just been cool seeing that it, it's not really ever just been me. I mean, there's been people, you know, sharing out any updates that I posted before this was official. Um, you know, people are more than happy to coordinate watch parties for Premier League games and MLS and the World Cup and all that. Um, so, you know, it's been great, but just that, that petition blew me away um, because, you know, getting over a thousand signatures, um, you know, I don't want to like shade Greenville, but theirs only got 931 before they got started. So yep. when we passed them, you know, I was like, well, that's great. Um, but, you know, they did an incredible job of that too. And that, you know, I bet helped get them their team, but you know, it's, we, it's, we are okay with any shade you want to throw Greenville's way. Oh yeah. Uh, they, they are, they're a great group of people. Uh, highly respect them as a supporters group. Uh, mm-hmm. We want our belt back and it's still an asterisk. So <laughs> love it. Yeah, I'm partial uh, to you guys cause you're closer. So, Oh, well, well thank you. Yeah, support pseudo local. There we go. <laughs> um, so uh, on the couple of Twitter questions, we, we already talked about it. So uh, I think it's uh uh, Ewan Matayusa, uh, it's at Ewan Mato, uh, Matuas at, uh, uh, on Twitter. Uh, he's asking, does the team have a training facility plan? We already talked about the stadium being expandable. Uh, so if you want to uh, talk a little bit more about what the plan for the expansion is, but uh, is the team having a training facility? Are they, are they doing that, academy, uh, any of those kinds of things that you see coming down or would like to see? So they don't have any plans for a training facility yet, I, I believe. Um, but I mean, just from my personal opinion, I think it'd probably be somewhere like nearby the stadium, uh, just within the scope of the whole NWA I-49 corridor. So, you know, maybe Rogers or Lowell or Springdale, there's tons of land out there. So, uh, but, you know, I don't know, maybe it's up in Bella Vista or maybe it's, you know, way out in like, 
you know, Fayetteville or something. Yeah. Uh, I've not heard anything about it. So, and then in terms of an academy, uh, so they've had dialogue. Uh, one of the listening sessions they had was with the youth club community. Um, and so, you know, I don't know if they're going to make it academy at least right away because, you know, they don't want to step on people's feet. And so you've seen that in other USL markets. Um, Tulsa has a good relationship with a bunch of their local youth clubs. So I would honestly expect that to be what happens. Um, and then, you know, whether they have an academy sometime down the road, maybe. Um, I believe that's probably a goal for most USL teams. But, you know, they're just wanting to work with the local youth community here and, uh, you know, help get some local talent up on this team. So that's their goal right now. And, uh, and it seems like the, uh, the way to go about it, uh, especially if you can use uh... – you don't have a set established academy, but you can still sign academy contracts and those types exactly, of things. Yeah. Uh, it sounds like you get the best of both worlds that way. Uh, so then uh, to to shout out a couple of my guys uh, on the uh, Omaha Parliament there, uh, when we were talking about some of the stuff in Discord, uh, they uh, posted the uh, that uh, you guys got the uh, the okay to rezone from the Rogers City Council here a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're, they're kind of wondering... Uh, who do you think is going to get a stadium first between uh, between Omaha and uh, and you guys? So uh, really, I guess what uh, what you know of the potential timeline for uh, for getting a stadium for you guys, and we can you know compare notes and maybe uh, maybe prod uh, prod the front office and the legislature to do a do a little something for us. Yeah, well, I mean, first off, I love that y'all are even in talks to get your own stadium. Um, so you know that's great, but I mean. <laughs> It's probably going to be us uh, because this will be a modular facility and, and, you know, those take real quick to build. Um, And it's also 5,000 seats. I I would, you know, I don't really know anything about how many seats, uh, you know, Union Omaha and and the city would want y'all stadium to be, but I would imagine it will be probably brick and mortar. Um, So I will say us, but I don't think you guys would be too far behind either for sure. Do you have any, uh, do you have any uh, features that you would like to see uh, just you personally? Uh, whether or not it's, you know, yes, we definitely need natural grass or, or shading. Do you, do you have any features that you'd really like to see, even down to, you know, the kind of concessions they'd go down to? Yeah, I, I think outside the stadium, they need to have some trees, make it look all natural. Um, you know, obviously don't make it look like a rainforest or anything. It's a stadium, right. but there's no trees, I think, on actual land currently. Um, you know, have like a fan area with food trucks outside where people can congregate, potentially have somewhere where people can watch other games. And then inside the stadium, um, and so, you know, I, I know a lot of fans want this, is like a nice, like, compact, intimate atmosphere with steep stands, um, you know, seats on at least three sides, supporter section with safe standing rails. And then, you know, with concessions, I mean, you know, I don't know if you know what a Wright's Barbecue is, but, I mean, people come here and they legitimately yep. see some of the best barbecue they've ever had, and it really is. So I love to have Wright's uh, Slim Chickens, too. They're from Fayetteville, so I got to shout them out. Great, uh, you know, chicken chain and, uh, you know, Onyx Coffee, too. I mean, Onyx is huge. I had no idea how huge it was until someone DM me on Twitter, and they're like, hey, I'm from Toronto, and I have Onyx Coffee Beans. So I, I'm, I'm going to have to get down there and get some of that because this is a first heard on the Onyx Coffee for me, and that is Ooh, my really? addiction is coffee, so. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm gonna have to get down there and get some beans or something like that and see what see what's going on with Onyx. Yeah, I don't even like coffee, but I like one particular drink from there. So yeah, you know that means a lot. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the smell the smell of the coffee. My wife hates oh, coffee, yeah. but she loves the smell. So mm-hmm. uh, absolutely can deal with that. Uh, what I'd recommend for the supporters section is definitely have something where the sound is gonna bounce. Yeah, uh, because we love the berm. Berm life is great, but uh, when your drums uh, really get in the stands, that that's when they can echo. 
Uh, we may or may not have had a couple of matches where the uh, away supporters uh, were underneath the cover and sounded as loud as us. So, uh, oh. so highly recommend a cover or a something for the sound to bounce off of as you guys Absolutely. are going uh, that uh, safe standing though. That that's always uh, going to be uh, in, in a lot of people's minds and hearts that, that it's got to be a safe standing area. Mm -hmm. um, is there is there anything else that uh, that you can think of that you'd uh, you'd really like to throw out? Um. I mean, you know, you mentioned support local. That was part of the reason why, uh, you know, I really started just looking around Twitter that night with my friends, um, you know, because it's just it's special to have a local team uh, just in any sport. But, you know, soccer, I think a lot of people here are going to realize it. it is the world's game, obviously, but it also has the best power of all sports to connect the community. Um, so, you know, I just I'm so proud to have my own local team and be able to feed my energy into this, you know, Arsenal will always be a part of my heart. Um, I'm a huge Arsenal fan, but you know, this team will more than likely probably end up meeting more just because it is in my backyard. So, you know, I'm happy to, to have that and be able to join the USL community and for this to actually be public, you know, I don't know if anyone thought that I was some crazy lunatic running a Twitter account for two years, but this is real. <laughs> so, well, I mean, there, there's a little bit of lunacy in all of the, the supporters fan comes from fanatic there. So, uh, a oh, yeah. little, little bit to all of that, uh, that we're, we're all a little bit crazy. Uh, I prefer to say it passionate and, uh, and that's, Me too. I definitely can see that in you there, Colin. Uh, Thank any, you. any final shout outs, anyone, when you want to give, uh, any thanks to credit, any, anyone that said, Hey, say my name. <laughs> um, golly. Well, first off, I want to credit Chris and Warren, um, you know, because they've given me this opportunity to, to be this involved, um, and, you know, kind of just cultivate this fan base uh, because, you know, I, I could have just ran the Facebook group and Twitter without any news, but it was obviously a big help to, to get the news out there and you know, people got their interest peaked. So I'd you know, like to shout them out. Um, you know, Wes Harris, he is the managing director of the club, the first employee. Uh, he's been real great too. So he's also a Liverpool fan. So, you know, shout out to him. And then yep, um, here we go. Golly, just in terms of supporters, uh, Carlos, Carlos Trevino Frank, he's been a huge help. Uh, Zach Harden, um, golly, I don't want to leave anyone's name out. Uh, just specifically in Omaha, I mean, Luke Operman, he's been yep. great. Um, so, or is it Opperman? I hate to mispronounce his name. Opper Opperman. Okay, sorry, we Luke. Just call, we, we just call him something and he, he'll answer to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Luke, I mean, he's been great. I met with him yeah. uh, just over Zoom and call a couple times. And, you know, he's been really interested in this for a while. So it's, and in, you know, in general, people have. I mean, Chip also, Chip's been super interested. And, you know, so it's been nice to have you guys up there, you know, kind of like, when is this going to happen? Because it shows that, you know, USL can really just unite a lot of people, even between regions. So. You, you give me an away day in Northwest Arkansas and I will be there in a heartbeat and the family will be in tow with me because any chance we get it. back to touch base, uh, base back home is, uh, it's always a welcome opportunity there. So, uh, uh -huh. Colin, uh, I want to thank you absolutely for your time. Uh, yeah. definitely like as things progress, I hope we can keep in contact with you, maybe bring you back on and, and, uh, kind of get a, how goes it and those like that. And, and absolutely, uh, as soon as you guys figure out a podcast or something like that, let us know. And, uh, uh, we'll uh, we'll make sure to to blast it from uh, uh, between League One on the Rocks, uh, Walking Ninety, some of those guys. Even though we're not championship uh, yeah. supporter driven media and supporter driven, uh, the things that you've been doing that that are supporter driven, that is what's going to make stuff grow and that's what's going to make things take off. And uh, I think you've really well embraced that. And uh, I, I wish you all the success in the world. So Thank anything you. that uh, any of us can do to help, uh, 
we're we're kind of all in it together and uh you'll never walk alone hey i love it thank you so all much right. all right colin thanks much uh so again arkansas supporters uh at usl to nwa uh on twitter you're, you're gonna keep with that handle uh even though you're now now with uh with with team um i mean until we have a name i'm gonna keep usl arkansas supporters the, the, yep. the username though at usl nwa I, I, I was thinking about changing it maybe to like USL ARSG or something. I think I'm just going to keep it the same though, because it is different. But once we have a name, you know, it'll become that. So absolutely. Well, we'll keep us updated and let us know what that one is. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So uh, once again, guys, uh, thanks for showing for more info content, uh, rbpenguinmedia.com. You can email me rbpenguinmedia at gmail.com. Like, subscribe, uh, do all the things. Colin, thank you very much. Take care. Thank you so much.